the last troll thing in the lines is um I trolled the internet with a mock draft and it really <laughs> got people. <laughs> Evan, like what were your thoughts replies. on the mock? You were quiet. Cheers to episode 108. Cheers, I have water. Blue moon. Evan has water. Evan hasn't said cheers yet. I'm kind of rattled. Cheers. <laughs> you did say wow when you said 108. You did. Um, water, water. Water. Blue moon. Yeah, it's- I don't drink. Since when? I'm on a 15-day absence. Since Evan's birthday, I haven't. Mm. Yeah, what you did that night will make no, you consider that's how not, you live. that's not why. <laughs> yeah, people have been no. talking about it. No. No, they haven't. To- today is Sunday, February 5th. It's 8.01 p.m., our first episode in February, not ever, ever, but ever, ever. Evan, let us know we've been doing this for two years. The number one sports podcast in Michigan has been steadily going for two years. We didn't start out as the number one podcast, but we grew to that mark, and we've been there ever since. No one's knocked us off yet. And this was our first weekend without real football in a long time. And I just want to check in on my friends and see how you guys are doing. Yeah. It was pretty boring, but there was real football today, Grant. <laughs> care, care to comment? Um, Pete Davidson giving a 69 was kind of funny. Oh, <laughs> it was. Evan? Um, just go back to the previous podcast back in what, August when we said we would not take this for granted. We're going to watch more football. Um. I think most of us did, but here we are. Only one football game left of the season. Evan, I'm assuming since you're such a football guy, you just watched all the Pro Bowl action this week. <laughs> yes, because I was so I had so much free time. I just scouted and prepared. Like you were to watch watching the, the QB skills competition with Grant and I. There's just no <laughs> doubt you were watching that. No, I didn't see a single second of anything. Evan texted us and he said. Derek. I love the Pro Bowl more than real football. He said, Jared Goff and our number one six, number six pick in the draft for Derek Carr. Who says no? Everyone. After he saw Derek Carr light up that skills competition. Although he did, he did ball in that. Um, to preview the show, we do have football talk. The Detroit Lions were moving and shaking this entire week. People going, people coming. Then oh, yeah. we have. <laughs> We have uh, NCAA football question that I saw from an athletic article that got me thinking um, for a recurring theme on this show of what you can take for granted in college football. The third topic will be the NBA trade deadline. We're going to tap into our personal woes, Evan. He's going to give us the latest insight around the league. <laughs> Evan is? I'm just saying that because Evan said the Pistons were the least franchise in the world that he would want to see win a title. Yeah, you actually put... Some surprising things in front, including MSU Equestrian. <laughs> any athletics. Yeah, any of them, Evan. <laughs> and then 
<laughs> college basketball, the actual live sport going on right now, will carry us home. Um, and maybe a couple of miscellaneous things on, on the end that I wrote down, but we'll see. Without further ado, let's start with weekly recaps. Let's go to Alex. You and go the, to me first to, almost every single time. Yeah, because like that was some surprise. We're, we're gonna talk. We're gonna hear from Alex in the berm. What do you got for us, Alex? Uh, I'm live from the berm here. Um, well, Wednesday had a basketball game. We won 52 to 11. Um, you won 52 to 11. Won 52 to 11. Why did they light up on them, man? Why they let? There's, there's no scouts there. It was a mercy rule. 40 with. 40 at any point in the second half. So there's still like nine minutes left in the game. We were See, dude, Hoopsers needs a – not to go on my tangent real quick, but Hoopsers needs a mercy rule. Some bad scores today, Evan. Yeah. No, not really because I got to do eighth grade games luckily, but look, peeping over at the outer courts, there's some bad scores. I mean, there, I've had bad scores in previous weeks. So. And I remember in Hoopsers one time we won like 60 to 8. So – yeah, there probably should be a mercy rule. Anyways, one fifty two eleven on Wednesday. You're probably like, wow, that seems not real. Well, they had four guys for the first half, so we were up 30 after the first <laughs> half. Asterisk here. You would have lost this game if they had five. No, once they had five, we still If their fifth was Hunter Dickinson. Them. No, their fifth was a random guy from the hallway that was just lifting. And walked by. <laughs> just came in and played the second. So half. they they let anybody in this league. What the hell are we doing? He, he did, this league is so soft. He did. He does look like he plays some pickup. But yeah, we yeah we merged them. So yeah, it was a pretty boring game, I guess. How much did you score out of fifty two? I had four 20. points. <laughs> I mean, it was a twelve minute. It was a twenty eight minute game. I probably played for like. 14 minutes at four 20. points. Yeah, it was a 28-minute game. It's four periods of seven? No, it was two halves, and it got mercy ruled, Grant, with like 12 minutes left in the game. You had four points out of 52. You are Jason Whitens of your rec team. I had four points in 14 minutes. You know, not too bad. How many it's not like I was trying to shoot. Zero. You sure? Yes, first game was zero. A travel counts as a turnover. I did not travel, but funny you mentioned that. We got called for eight travels in this game. Oh. Eight. Call them out. Who on your team got the most? Uh, I'm not going to say his name, but... Friend of the podcast. No, it wasn't. Oh. Although okay. I do believe Drew had a travel and Ben had a travel. Ben, also, he deserves some praise, and he listens to the show. Um, rebound outlet. I, I get the rebound outlet it to Ben. He's running full speed, fast breaking, no hesitation behind the back bounce pass from half court to a man in stride for a layup. <laughs> no way <laughs> to, to go up like 36 so points. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so you guys were clowning on these kids. Yeah, we were trying some pretty dumb stuff. I mean, but it was like caught two dribbles, full sprint behind his back from half court bounce pass in his hands layup. I can close my eyes and picture exactly how Ben looked doing that. I've seen him do something like that thousands <laughs> yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah, you have. It's it just was, so like quick and aggressive and just on the money and you're like, his whole, really his do whole that? body turned when he did it. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so that was that game. 
and then <sighs> Friday didn't do anything. I don't think. <laughs> don't think. Yeah, I didn't do anything. And then uh, Saturday I went skiing with my dad uh, at oh. Mount Brighton. Oh, how was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Went, that is funny. Went I think this podcast is going to get better with that new feature. I think it's going to get better. Um, behind but, the curtain, we switched to Skype, if you listened to last week, because we got booted off of Zoom. And um turns out there's the chat feature on Skype. We'll just put the words you type right over your face so everyone can see it. <laughs> you want to tell them what you wrote? <laughs> no. But when I started laughing there, when you said Friday night, it's because the thought popped in my head to do that. And then it perfectly led into your story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You went to Brighton. Yep. Skied. <laughs> <laughs> you skied, Alex. It's yeah. you and your dad. You hit the slopes. <laughs> Dude. Stop. Stop laughing. All right. <laughs> Dude, you gotta stop. You got to stop. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's comedy. It was. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> it's going to take three hours, Grant, at this rate. We got, we got a four-hour limit on Skype. <sighs> Skied. And then we went to Evan. I don't know if you remember. This summer, when me, you, and Cody, uh, we and my dad and his friends played at... Uh, Moose Ridge? Was that this summer? Uh, you remember that restaurant we went to? Uh, Red Robin. No, he was in Brighton. Oh, yeah, downtown. Yeah, that's where my yes. dad and I went um, after skiing. And I had a probably top three, top three steak of all time. Top three steak of all time. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it was butter melt in your mouth. Grant, don't type anything, please. <laughs> I don't, that wasn't necessary. Um, so, yeah, it was phenomenal. So I had a very phenomenal dinner Saturday, and then uh, that was my weekend, really. Today, I didn't do anything. I did some laundry, went to the gym, watched the Pro How, Bowl. How'd you ski? Really well. You know, I got new skis last year, and I think using the same equipment multiple times compared to rentals when boots sometimes don't fit and all that other stuff makes a huge difference. So I felt, I felt really solid. I think also that Brighton is a baby mountain and the blacks compared to where'd we go last year? Cabrefay. Yeah. They're like easy blues at Cabrefay, the blacks at uh Brighton. Sorry. I mean, I did every, every single run. No problem. I think you're, your rental message there. That's kind of a deep metaphor for a lot of things in life, you know? Yeah. If you want to get silif- philosophical there. Sure. Syllophilical. <laughs> I was going to say syphilis. <laughs> philosophical. Um, how are the conditions of POW? Uh, icy. Not great. Mm. The blacks were a little more fluffy because not as many people attempt them. Right. But, but overall... A little, a little icy and very cold. The wind, ridiculous. The did wind your, was just howling. Did like you're dad? shaking on the ski. <laughs> oh, Evan, I, I actually need to bring something up. Um, 
I just want to hear your opinion. So uh, Grant sent a. So we're going to Minnesota to go skiing, whatever. Correct. Um, Grant sees one TikTok, one of a dude that got mugged uh, in Minnesota in Minneapolis. He's by himself, got mugged, whatever. Not just Gr- mugged, drugged, and then mugged. Drugged and mugged. Okay. One dude who was alone in Minneapolis. Grant sends this TikTok to me, Cody, and Ben and says, hey, guys, not sure we're going to be able to go out to the bars in Minneapolis <laughs> because of that TikTok. <laughs> that is not what I said, but I appreciate you doing that for he the said, story to make it sound we, better. <laughs> we should probably be looking at Egan, Minnesota bars instead. Egan and Burnsville. And then I said, Grant, I've been downtown Minneapolis is a very nice place and we'll be in a group but Ivan I just want your opinion do you think Grant's being a giant baby I wouldn't say he's being a giant baby I think he's a caution guy but a little bit of an overreaction there a little you want to say he's a baby look what I think the backstory well, some people this just was, have that in the back of their mind this was manipulation Babies. by me to sign to set this try to set the tone Grant's for trying the to make it seem like this weekend's gonna stink it's not going to stink. It's just that I don't think everyone fully grasped that I am a ha- 30 minute, half hour Uber ride away from downtown Minneapolis. And that doesn't sound super fun to me there and back. Hey, Grant, let me give you a piece of advice. If you didn't want to go there, you should just say that instead of sending a TikTok <laughs> about a guy getting mugged and saying that's your reason. Well, Honesty, that, best policy, Grant. That is the reason. And also, we're very well aware that you, in your time in Minnesota, have not gone to any bars or anything at all, so you don't really know where to go to begin with. I've gone to a few bars, and I know exactly the bar we would go to if we went to downtown Minneapolis. Don't worry, we're not going there, because a guy on TikTok got mugged. (laughs) It is kind of crazy. He got left for dead outside from 1 a.m. to 7 a.m., below freezing. I would... Why was he by himself? Loner. Could have been me. No. Then <laughs> you don't leave your apartment. Anything else from your weekend? No, go 17 ahead. Minutes oh, in. update. Week two of 5 a.m. guys still going strong. Some days, but then some days it's just you don't get a Snapchat. And you're like, what's he doing? Slacking off? I sent a Snapchat at 530 in the morning, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wednesday so, what happened? Wednesday I had a basketball game. I wasn't going to lift in the morning and then go play basketball at night. Well, how do you think Kobe got as good as he was? Well, Evan said that you have to take some rest days, so just following my personal trainer's instruction. 48 hours for the same muscle group. Well, good thing I don't do the same muscle group every day. That's it. Um, Evan, would you like to bless us with what happens? What has happened to you? Um, Not much. Just busy life stuff. Uh, work, work, coaching, games, and refing. Ref Any... 12 games, 10, 12 games today, 12 games yesterday. Oh, Saturday's now two. Uh, it was hosting in Tecumseh. The football program put it on, so I felt obligated to say yes. Um, cash at the end of the day, so I couldn't complain. My is Hoopsters though, at the high school? Hoopsters is at the high school. Alex, for answering your question. Thank you. <clears throat> um, but my feet are throbbing right Evan, now. 
There's you no need orth- orthotics. I do. Shoes. I had them in yesterday. Maybe you. those are the problem. Maybe those aren't designed for your feet. Do you have flat feet or high arches? I don't have high arches. I think I have a normal size foot. Well, then you probably this. don't need those. <laughs> I don't, you I need don't, to go to running like, with ease. Is running with ease and Adrian still around? I don't have time. I don't have time to go there. You can go on a Saturday morning. No, this past Saturday I was roughing. Who's roughing? Alex, where have you been? Next Saturday. Super Bowl. No, <laughs> Super Bowl's on Sunday. How's it? You got to prepare. <laughs> I like your thinking, Grant. I like your thinking. I like your thinking. Yeah, so I really haven't done anything really too exciting. Um, nothing really mind-blowing that's standing out. Thrown anyone out of a game yet? I was so close yesterday. Oh, tell so, me about it. You don't have the balls to throw someone out. I think um, I think Evan could if you really got under his skin. It would take a, a flying haymaker his way for him to kick someone out. No, it's pretty easy in refing. Okay, so yesterday, third grade boys basketball all day, mm-hmm. 12 games, mm-hmm. nonstop. Middle school, small gym. This mm. is third grade? Third grade? Third grade. So and is this so when, the fans, like, when they have the ball, you, everyone's around each other? Like they're just all huddled and they like move and huddle. Girls, yes. Boys, no. Boys, there's oh. actually like some flow because it's so intense now. Speaking of intense, That's just cool. nonstop yelling in third grade basketball. From parents. We are getting screamed at. And so, who I'm working with, they said, well, well can you just call a clean game? And he's like, okay, you want me to call like how it should be? There will be a travel or a foul or a turnover every single possession. So we went down one possession, and we called three seconds in the key. <laughs> and then the coach said, okay, no, we're not doing this. I'm like, yeah, that's what we thought. Third grade, three in the key. Got to move, that. man. Got to move. So um, just screaming and yelling for third grade basketball. They thought there was, like, scholarships getting handed out yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was miserable. Was he so not there? there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I did see Beeline walk through the door. You know, he was in the scouting department. Um, LeVar Jordan's not doing anything anymore, so. It's Laval. He doesn't deserve to get his first name said. Um, <laughs> He's better than Thad Mata. <laughs> can, we just, can we get back to youth basketball? Bone. Yeah, so it, it was brutal, just the nonstop yelling. But we got through it. Today was a lot better because got to do eighth grade. Complete 180 difference, and so they actually played like real basketball. When yes. uh, just picture when that coach told Evan to like call it straight up, Evan just like took okay. a deep breath, looked down, and said, Bo Borowski mode activated, and like snapped <laughs> up and just started inserting himself into that basketball game. <laughs> I just love when people yell and they have no idea what they're yelling about, it just makes me chuckle. Makes me chuckle, but also or makes you get really pissed. angry. Yeah, <laughs> I think just you just get angry and then. You- your feet hurt the, more. I, the more I was getting pissed, the parents weren't bothering me today. It was the players. Just every single call had to question me. Team up. Um, I don't think we talked about it. I think we talked about it in a group chat. But like you know that viral video of those kids that were just grittying and like flexing on people. That. Have you had any of those like kids, Evan? Like do kids no. around you do that? No, I don't we had think one, that really. We had occurs. one Celine kid call somebody short after he made a layup. He did yes. like shout out AJ Hogard. Yep, yep. Um, 
I told the kid today, if you want to talk to me, you can have a seat on the bench or you can be done playing today. Um, <laughs> I'm just asking a question. I'm just answering the question. Chopped. So. Damn. You laid down the law. Alex is typing something. He's got to disperse. <laughs> Alex, you got to be more sneaky than that. I saw it from a mile away. Yeah, so that's my life. Is getting screamed at by most well, eighth and seventh graders today. Hmm. What about you, Grant? What'd you do this weekend? Do you went to Raising Canes three times? I went to Raising Canes once. Oh, thanks, Alex. That's a great. I forgot. I wasn't going to tell that story, but now I need to start with that. That was hilarious. Yeah, um, it was. It's probably like 7 p.m. late dinner. Was it Friday? Friday. Because I had McDonald's Friday, but I was like, I did McDonald's. I did Taco Bell the week before. I was going to do Raising Canes this week because I hadn't had it since the Michigan Michigan State football game. It's been a long time since I had had it. So I wanted some canes. I pull up in the drive-thru, like rolling down my window, kind of like about to hit the speaker. And I hear the lady start talking. And it was fast. I'm going to try to say it like she did. Yo, 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 we want some chicken to go? <laughs> and I kind of just like, I put a long, awkward pause. I said, sorry, what was that? And she goes, yo, 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 want some chicken to go? <laughs> it's the fact she did it the second time. <laughs> and then you guys know how probably awkward anyone would feel, but especially me. Alex, what's vibrating? I'm getting a phone call from Adrian, Michigan. What's this? Oh, oh, I thought that was in, in my room. Like, what is you that? You had Alex looking at the people above him. Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, anyways, long, awkward pause. And I just go, sure. <laughs> like, what? You should be like, yeah, yeah I'll like, take some chicken to go. I should have said like, yo, yo, yes, I want some chicken to go. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a moment, but... Very uncomfortable and awkward. When you pulled um, up to the drive-thru, did was she still like had that much energy? No, I think it was like a they had two people working there, so I think the lady on the headset was like more inside. The lady handing the food was no headset on. I see. Yeah. So they're like Chick Fil A workers. They're like just very happy to see you. Well, it also was the first time I've ever been through the Raising Canes drive-thru, so I also kind of want to loop in the audience here. Like, let me know if that's the thing that Raising Canes does. Like, do they do that? Is that their is that their phrase? Yo, 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 want some chicken to go? Because then it's not her fault. I won't hold that against her. Either way, it's not her fault. She was just having a good day, and you're just being, you're being mean. You're right. That's actually probably how I should have looked at the situation. Yeah. It just felt like, yeah, like, what are you doing, ma'am? Um, she's um, just trying to bring some enjoyment <laughs> to your life. The other things that are notable it was below freezing here the almost entire week. The type of cold that like when you walk outside and you breathe in through your nose, you like feel it on your nose hairs. Like everyone knows like that type of cold. Like your boogers like, freeze. Yeah, and like your nose hair like tickles and you're like, whoa, that's freezing. I saw it was uh, like negative 100 wind chill on the East Coast. Someplace in New Hampshire. Yeah. Gross wild i mean you can't um, go outside that's the weather update the road to 180 update 177 pounds midweek that's the same as last week no i was up to 175 176 so if this is the first time i've seen 177 on the scale potentially ever haven't you ever hit 177 i've never hit one i've never hit 165 this is off topic, but only I have to ask because my dad mentioned this to me skiing. How much do you think he weighs, Evan? You probably would have a better idea. You've seen him. Garrett, how much Garrett weighs? Yeah. 
one. How much he weigh? One seventy-five, typically. He weighs right around two hundred. I wouldn't be shocked if it's just over two hundred because of the beer. Grant, one ninety-two. So I have an eye guess, two hundred. One eighty-four hasn't changed in thirty years. That's a lie. <laughs> He cut a bunch of weight when he was doing that race. He thing. says he says no matter what, he is one eighty something every time. One eighty, no shit. He could eat whatever he wants, but he's I said it the that exact way. same thing. I was like, "What about the beer? Like, there's, it's got to be a problem." Like, no, so I'm close to being heavier than Garrett. I guess, but he seems underweight. What's the highest weight you've ever seen on the scale, Alex? I've never hit one eighty. Really? Yeah. Did you think I was chubby? No, he looks like a milk bag. But when you just ripped I off did. like your ones, you were your heaven. <laughs> when you did call off, me a milk bag once. <laughs> when you ripped off one seventy five, there, I'm like, if you're one seventy five, like you can fluctuate to one eighty. Mm. That tells Most me you're I've, closer to one seventy than one seventy five. Because if you're a steady well, one seventy five, I'll say in the summer, not as consistent working out. I think I dropped to like one sixty eight. I think right now I'm probably like 175, but I have not weighed myself in a while because the scale wow. in the bathroom's dead. Then you just then you have no clue really what you weigh. I mean, I was 150 in my first three years of college. Jeez. I I think I've plateaued. I don't really think I can get to 180. I'll, I, maybe I'll try. Say that now. I mean, it's pretty easy. It's just calories in, calories out. That's what they say. Right, because you've been trying it for two years and it's going really well. Well, I finally just took it seriously and injected some dairy into my life. Dairy really was... Ooh. You just start drinking chocolate milk a couple times a day, boom. Last week, I ate Evan's ice cream. This week, got myself mm. some ice cream. What flavor? Yes. More fish I got food? Uh, peanut butter half-baked. Oh. It was pretty good. Did you get <laughs> baked when you ate the half-baked? Uh, no. No weed. No marijuana. Speaking Nothing of gummies, I had... Sour Patch watermelon gummies in there, fantastic. Yeah, when you sent that text or snap or whatever it was, I was like, "His grandchild's never had them before. Is this like a new thing for him? Like they've been out a long time." I haven't had them often, maybe once or twice. But when we have a whole pack, you realize how good they are compared to normal Sour Patch Kids. I'm an OG guy. <sighs> um, Old Spice deodorant does irritate my armpits. Confirmed. Mm, yeah, figured. Yep, stings. So we're back to Harry's. <laughs> Redwood scent. It's something about the uh, aluminum. Irritates my armpits. It has to be aluminum. It. That's the only, yeah, like you know how in the CVS you'll have a, they'll brand it like aluminum free. And I was like reading the labels. No, do not know aluminum was in deodorant. If you ever looked at a deodorant label, it's just a bunch of gibberish. Like they're all fake ingredients. There's nothing like real in there. A lot of things that end with like, Orbital, xylitol, whatever. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, these is the same label. And then it's just like aluminum at the top. I'm like, oh, this one doesn't have aluminum. It must be that. Is your Harry's one like a gel or is it like the white stuff? I'm gel everything. I haven't had white. There has not been white deodorant on these armpits since in like 15 years. I feel like the white stuff is like <laughs> never causes irritation though. That feels right. Yeah. Cause it's supposed to be, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what and it ever is. since we had a conversation about deodorant last week about like the deodorant getting on your shirt when you put it on, now I'm getting deodorant on my shirt I put on for work every day. It's ridiculous. Mm. And I don't even have the white stuff. I have a gel. Mm. 
Well, that's impossible then. Well, I can show you. That's either just some. That's something else. That's it's white. a gel, but it's about? white. It's a white gel, though. Well, if it has white on it, it's gonna gluten-free, cruelty-free, vegan, free of aluminum, alcohol. There's something real in here. There's leaf juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rest of the stuff ends in in or eight or all. Yeah. Leaf yeah, juice. This is only one right. I understood was leaf juice, yeah. The main event that I saved for last before we move on to sports was I watched two movies this weekend, which is probably a record for me. Really have never done that. Oh. I'm hoping you've seen both so I can talk about them in a spoiler way. The first one was a classic that I've seen parts of, just not the full thing, and that was Forgetting Sarah Marshall. No way. Once again, talked about that movie skiing. Crazy. What are the odds? What was the conversation about that? We were talking about the new show on Apple TV with Jason Siegel. Mm -hmm. And my dad's like, yeah, that show's just like the Forgetting Sarah Marshall movie. Hmm. Which that show is really good. You should watch it. Evan, have you ever seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes, I have. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I I don't know if it was a... I don't know if it was the unrated version, but I don't remember all the nudity in the very beginning when he gets broken up with. Yeah. I like mean, sent- the, the TV version doesn't have nudity. Like bleep. <laughs> and I was like, this is a lot. Mm, I don't remember it like that. <laughs> okay. <Maybe. laughs> Might have just been the Amazon unrated version, but I was like, that is a lot. Northwestern and then wins. Wow. the real main event, the main event, was Saturday night I watched Knives Out. The first Long one? Time. The first one. And that I haven't was, seen it. There's only one Knives Out. No spoilers. Haven't seen it. No spoilers. Haven't seen it. But you've seen Glass Onion? Because didn't you say you watched that? I've seen Glass Onion, but I haven't seen the first one. They're not related. Oh, They're not related. But I believe no. from looking at the cast characters, Benoit Blanc is in Glass. Is in both. He's the only one that's in both, apparently. So that's related. No, it's not. A completely different story. I have no idea what happened in the first one, and I fully understood the second one. Well, this is what happens. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is an amazing... I don't know if Glass Onion is like this, where like, you think you have it figured out. Like, I thought I had Knives Out figured out. I didn't, I didn't have a clue. That director just had me right where he wanted me, just had me like a puppet. Like, oh, Grant, this is how I, this is what happens. This is what's going to happen. Not even close, bud. I was lost. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is deep. Not sure speaking if you thought the same of, uh, It was wild. Speaking of movies and TVs, did you guys watch the, uh, the newest trendy HBO TV show that everyone's raving about? No zombies for me. <laughs> I watched the first three episodes this weekend. Yeah, it's scary, Grant. I don't think you do is well. It? The Last of Us. Luke texted us, Evan, and said, "Oh, we should watch it." Yeah, I needed that to add to my list already because I played the video games growing up. I'll be what honest, is? I didn't even know it was a video game. Me either. Yeah, you. Everyone, if you played the video games, you already know what happens in the show. Like the first episode is like storybook. I like. was told that the first episode, yeah, is identical to the video game. But the video game is a single player, like, how, what's it compare? It's like Assassin's Creed, but in a different way. Fallout. It's like a one-click method. Um, it's like a story. 
path. Mm. I don't know what if there's a certain name for it, and I just don't know what it is. Well, these zombie-looking things are terrifying. Clickers. Yeah, they make a weird clicking noise when you get near them. They're called clickers. Well, yeah, they haven't. They don't think they call them that in the show. Well, they yeah, call they them the, the infected. I'm only on episode three, Evan. There's only three episodes out. I think the did fourth you one watch, comes out tonight. Did you watch episode three? Yes. Did you think it was the Just best did before TV this. episode of all time? Who told you that? All of the internet said this is one of the best episodes ever. Because Luke history. texted me last night. He said, let me know when you're done with episode three. It's the greatest thing I've ever watched. Did you cry? Because a lot of people cried. No, my sister did, I guess. I, d- I don't know. I mean, it was like. You guys gonna watch the show? Yeah, you probably will. Yes, I am. I will not. I won't say it, won't say it then. Okay, but no, I did not cry. It, Man, it takes Alex, a lot. Alex has got something in that brain that he wants to say, but he knows he can't. But that smirk on his face was. Like I don't that. know if that part's in the video game. Probably not. You were about to crap on it. You were about to crap on it. I don't know. I just don't get like. Alex, what? I'll give you three seconds to say it, and then like flash your hands or wave your hands and tell me when you're done. Evan, you're back. Like- <laughs> I'll give you something you should watch. Um, All right. My brother and I have been watching the Chernobyl documentary slash... Seen it. Fantastic. Alex, why do you always have to do that? Sorry, but it's good. It's really good. <laughs> I mean, that is, like... Spooky. It's not... Is Captain Price in it? Thrilling. It's just, like... Because that's real. That. that really yeah, happened. Yeah, it really happened. Everything in that was basically real. I mean, it is graphic. It is gruesome. What they show to the people that got infected, like severe radiation. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, Grant wouldn't do well with either of these shows. Is it, is, what's it sound like HBO? Just give feedback. It's HBO, I think. Yeah, it's on HBO, I believe. Yeah, but uh, it just—I wish that came out before COVID, because it's basically just like the government hiding everything from everybody in the public. Mm. And that would have been funny if like that came out right Fauci. before COVID, just like the government hiding everything, everything from everybody. That's the same so thing in The Last of Us. It's all pandemic related. But Minus Trump the fact they turn into like full on Nazi like government. But very good. Is Anthony Fauci in The Last of Us? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. But Pedro Pascal is. And he's really Do good. Do you guys remember that was our life? Like it was Fauci and then that one blonde lady, like Dr. Burks, and they were just on our TV every single day, <laughs> every night. How and does now, that listening to this, this sparks, sparks a question for me. Like we don't even have to worry about that. Do you guys like feel like that was like yesterday? No. Or does no, it feel like it was happened. a long time ago? It never ago? happened to begin with, so. It almost no, feels I'm like saying, a dream. So it feels like it's been a long time since that. I just get pissed yes. off because it wasted like six years of our lives. Two. But yeah. Not like six. It was two. Six months of our lives. But we were 22 years old when it happened. It really was. Which is kind of wild because I'm like, really where was, did the last four years go? It definitely did impact more, but. It really was only like three months because we had daddy camp that summer. I mean, we just. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like. Yeah, but we March, couldn't go April, out. May, June. We couldn't do anything, Grant. We just daddy lived camp. in the same neighborhood and hung out with each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was different for other people. Evan probably didn't see anybody for months. Besides like a media. I, I still went to work every day, so it wasn't. Well, by the summer event, yeah. We golfed every saying... Monday. I'm saying the Golf. March to May period, I guess. The two months. That was like pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. But yeah, still for me, it still feels like that wasn't that long ago. But everyone else is like, yeah, no, it feels like 10 years ago. 
years ago. Different life. Yeah, we were 22, and you lived at home. And I lived at home. We all lived at home. And we were all done with school. Not Evan, sorry. We just see Dave and me on my TV every night feeding me fear porn. Fear <laughs> porn. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of fear, the Detroit Lions. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Evan, you had all that time to watch a bunch of shows, and you watched nothing. During I didn't COVID? have my list during COVID. <laughs> oh, what a miss. Yeah, you know what I watched during COVID? That's I where I saw everything. Game of Thrones. I rewatched. <laughs> yeah, Game of I knew you would do that. You could have watched so many new things. I watched the Tiger King over COVID. That was a great show. You never saw that. that. Did not no, watch that. You're missing out on it. It's an Carol. instant classic. Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Killed her husband. She whacked him. I was told that he's actually alive. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I didn't know anyone died. <laughs> Killed her husband. Whacked him. <laughs> so I paid a, a, a second. Uh, she did a, a song, a spoof song about it. She fed her husband to a tiger. Well, I see. I saw the TikTok. <laughs> no, she is that real? No, there was. There's actually like her like first husband actually like showed up. I'm not getting into this because I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> um, dude, you want an instant classic? Just go look up his. Go look up his songs on YouTube, dude. Bangers. Carol Baskin. <laughs> What's his name? Killed her. The Tiger, Tiger King. King. Tiger That's King. his name. Yes. Yes. Dude, what a joke. Dude, look up his songs on YouTube. Tiger Woods. Um, speaking Dude, of fear, lions. There was some fear in the fan base when Deuce Staley left out of nowhere. We were like, "What? Oh, Deuce Staley? Wow. Evans wished him goodbye. See you later. It is what it is. Evan wished him goodbye. Um, I bye because he, he did either. leave. I'm going to miss a, him. It was a head-scratching moment. I think once we got some clarity from beat reporter Justin Rogers about the family situation, it kind of made more sense. Um, as much as fans can be nice to people, when you see someone leave for a presumed lateral job, it will like, make you mad no matter what. But I think with the family situation, we all understood. It seemed like very good terms. Everyone went out on. It is a running – like he's going to be – it's a loss for the culture. It's not a coordinator position. My biggest thing from this is what day in February do we announce Barry Sanders as our new running backs coach? <laughs> Barry Sanders has never coached. So you wouldn't hire him as our running backs coach if he said I'd do it? I don't think he wants to coach. If he did, though. I think he's desperate for money, though. I'll be honest. What? That think, about, think about That's this. Salacious. salacious. For the last like three years, had you seen Barry Sanders in a single commercial or really in anything? He would go to maybe one Lions game a year. Now he's active on Twitter. He's doing Caesar Sportsbook commercials. He's he really active a commercial on with Jeffrey Figer Law. No like, way. Dude, the dude has to be poor and he needs money and he's doing Alex, endorsements. I don't want you to spread propaganda on the internet. You're. <laughs> I mean, it's, you're accounting Barry Sanders. He pockets. only played for nine years. He probably he's probably running out of money. Yeah, let me pull up his Twitter. He does. He does. And he has like six kids. Landish things. Congrats, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> he said something the other day. I actually don't know if that's true. So yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was trolling Tom Brady when he retired, and I was like, Barry Sanders. Is trolling Tom Brady when he yeah retires. all of a sudden he starts tweeting because he's trying to get clicks because he's poor and he needs that interaction. 
Yeah, I feel like I got cut. I have his autograph on a plane ticket. (laughs) Um, Boarding pass autograph. If he's looking for some a job and he wants to coach lines running back, I'll sign off on it. How bad could he be? I think that Dan needs another like guy who's been in coaching a while, level head, assistant head coach type guy, because that's what Deuce Daly was. I'm annoyed that Alex took my joke so seriously, and now he's poo-pooing Barry Sanders. <laughs> I, big Barry Sanders fan, never saw him, obviously, because I was, you know, not alive, but I have nothing against Barry Sanders. Evan, do you make the call to Joyke Bell? <laughs> Kevin Jones, dude, at least he's a, he's a coach. Joyke Bell. Every running back will stutter as soon as they get the handoff in the backfield. But they'll do a sick celebration. It's the worst celebration in NFL history. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty bad. There's got to be one worse. Joseph Fourier's celebrations were pretty bad. Joseph Fourier's was, celebration was way better. I was he thought get he fine was... now. He got too many hips into it. Worst celebration we, in sports. We, we need a running backs coach for sure. I don't know the list of names. I did see Kevin Jones get floated out because he coaches and all the staff hires. Also, I want to say I'm sorry, Evan. Your chances of getting hired by the Lions are so slim because they only like former players yeah. in the NFL. Um, I saw who who is Demarco Murray, right? Is that former NFL running back in our lifetime? Yeah, Arkansas. Demarco Murray. Yeah, Oklahoma, the Dallas Oklahoma Cowboys. Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys played for the Titans. But played Arkansas. for the Eagles, right? He was yeah. on the cover of NCAA. Eagles, yeah, he played for the. No, that was Darren no, McFadden. That's Darren McFadden. No. DeMarco yeah, with, uh, I saw that name throw, floating around there because I think he coaches running backs or something right now for for Oklahoma. So I saw that name floating around there. Um, Asterix, DeMarco Murray was a finalist for the cover of NCAA 12, so I'm going to count that as partially okay, right. Okay. So right. was Ryan, sure so was Ryan Swoops. Ryan Swoops. There's a trivia question for you. Who's that? Who did... Denard Robinson beat out for the cover of NCAA Football 14. Ryan, Ryan Swoops. Swoops. Who's Ryan Wide receiver Swoops? for Texas A&M. White kid. White kid. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Stiff competition. Yeah. No, not really. Um, speaking of former players, we added one to our staff, Dre Bly. Alex, you were very positive about this, but then you also sent a tweet that made it sound like it was mm. a bad hire. So I don't know where you stand on this hire. Uh, I stand as when I was a young whippersnapper my favorite player was Dre Bly because uh, he's the only player on the lines that was good it's the only um, player when Alex was younger he could spell the last name probably yes <laughs> and I went I like to that. a game like at Soldier Field my first Lions away game ever I was like five or six and he had to pick six so I was like oh my god he's the greatest player ever and we won it's like season opener I think Steve Hutchinson was the quarterback for the Bears Elephant Evan? memory. Dre Bly going to be big for Okuda's development, do you think? No. Um, Shut up, Alex. Question was for Evan. I Dre think Bly if can't Aaron Glenn stays, it would be big for his development. I think it helps that you have somebody to relate to. What does that mean? You say Wednesdays? Huh? What? Me? Yeah, if what Aaron Glenn it? stays. I thought you said Wednesday. Aaron Glenn. If, Glenn. if Wednesdays, Glenn stays Wednesday. Aaron Glenn Wednesdays. I got you. Aaron, I got you. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Glenn Wednesdays. Uh, that's not. Well, I think Sorry. it's it's nice to always have a former player, somebody you can relate to, somebody that's been in those shoes. Like um, Aubrey Pleasant. Dre Bly's gotten cooked many of times, um, but also had some career 
years with the Lions. He won the turkey whoa, thing on Thanksgiving. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was like three Pro Bowls. He has like 51 interceptions. In his Al- Al- okay. Flag. He had three, three Pro Bowls in how many years he played. I'm talking about there's ups and downs to playing cornerback. And right now, Okuda's on the down. Dre what, Grant? Dre Blyce stink? I wanted the lab and finish, but I was just letting you know I'm throwing a flag on the play because I had to listen to Alex, which I don't disagree with, say how Pro Bowls mean literally nothing, and then he just dropped that as a reason for like three Pro Bowls. So we can't, we can't. <laughs> well, use that. Tyler we Huntley's can't. Pro Bowl means nothing. We can't how just use that? it when it fits our narrative. Sorry, Evan, back to Dre Bly. No, I got everything out. But Alex, Grant, I love you catching him on that. Yep. Yeah, no, he we'll tried to see Yeah, that's that fair. Area. That's fair. Three Dre Pro Bly won a Super Bowl. Quote from Alex earlier the week Pro Bowls don't mean Super anything. Bowl champion, Dre Bly. <laughs> Right, with the Rams? The St. Louis Rams. The Rams house. So Dre Bly's back. I think that's nice. Um, Minus the he tweet was, I sent. He was no... But that got deleted, though. So I think that guy has facts wrong. Because I clicked on it later. Ooh. Yeah. Um, anyways, Dre Bly was known for being a good recruiter in college. Maybe he can lure free agents to the D. We don't need him to do that. We have Dan Campbell for that. Yeah. I just hope he's better than Aubrey Pleasant. In the bigger picture. He stunk. What do we do if Aaron Glenn leaves? Because we're we're up against it now with where we're at in the hiring cycle. Yes. I'm kind of worried if Aaron Glenn does leave. Uh the update Whoa. is Aaron Glenn has not been home this week, so I don't can we say that? Are we allowed probably to probably not. Probably should yes, cut we that. can. Yes, we can. But I'll be we honest. Could... He was home last no, week, Tuesday, we say and then it? I see all this news, and then boom, his house is dark for an, this whole seven days since. Why can't we say it? I mean, we, vacation because it's kind of stalkerish, Evan. It's not stalkerish. No. It's it's your Where neighbor. You yeah, yeah. But does he didn't know who I am? No. Does he know I'm his neighbor? No. Yeah, this is how we get credentials. Can. We're talking about credentials today. This is just good reporting, Alex. You're doing yeah. due diligence as a job. Aaron Glenn hasn't been home all week. <laughs> and his wife went with him. That you've seen. I'm here every day. Like you're not and outside. You're not day. outside. You're just saying when you come to and from your house, you When I get into activity. my truck, which is a right next to his house, the lights no are all off. There's no difference between us telling the world like a month or two months before that the Michigan game was Michigan Michigan State was gonna be a night game. Yeah. True. I hope this gets aggregated. I hope someone picks this up and tweets out, like, reports, sources, and form that he's probably just out on vacation somewhere warm. No, because he was here, and then all that interview stuff started re-popping up after the first couple, because then he was home, and then now but he's he gone. Wouldn't be, but the but Cardinals the thing with, and Colts are the Colts only are, he interviewed very well. Those this two jobs, like, though. Yeah, go ahead. You're go looking on. this late in the process. It's like one of those teams is going to hire somebody from the Super one of the Super Bowl teams. Who, I tend to think that. Oh, the OC from the Eagles. Yeah, like Chief Eric Bianco. You, you saw the same thing. Like the Texans were taking anymore. forever. Um, There's only Texans two teams did take left, forever, right? and they had to wait for the 49ers to get eliminated. Colts Cardinals, and he's in the running for both. And the Colts said they're waiting till after the Super Bowl. I mean, Eric Bianco could just blow everybody's mind and just get up and leave. He interviewed for the Tennessee OC job. He's not getting a head Correct. coaching job. Bien-Ami no one thinks he also, does Kansas City. Bien-Ami Bien-Ami also interviewed, Bien-Ami interviewed for the Colts head coaching job at one point earlier. Really? They've interviewed 35 people. So, like, they're kind they of... They have seven people in. Jeff Saturday is also in the running for that, so take everything with an asterisk. 
Yeah. I just think I see those teams keep adding more people and they have like a bu- it's not like they have like two candidates that have interviewed twice. They have like 10 candidates who have done two interviews. So I'm not as worried I think as like some people are like oh, he did really well. Like I think it's He's definitely still in the mix, but I would be surprised if he gets hired for one of those two jobs. I would actually be a little surprised based on the candidate pool and everyone in there. I mean, outside of the Eagles, OC, who are the other candidates that have a real shot? Like a ton. Like both yeah, Giants, but name some people. Both Giants coordinators have been interviewed. Flores, was getting, head coach. Flores yeah. was getting head coaching looks. Raheem Morris was getting head coaching looks. And I mean, there's, coach. there's a lot. The someone's gonna hire him, whether it's this cycle or next. And the same things. I mean, that's what happens if you're a good team. Your coaches get poached. I just would have thought our defense. We like. I understand. We know because we watched this team that like the last six weeks we were a top like ten defense. But if you just like owners just are gonna look at the season stats and see we were thirty second out of thirty two teams on defense and be like we're gonna hire that guy to be our head coach. I'm just saying, like, this body of work statistically is not in his favor this year. He's got Sean Payton in his corner saying how great of a coach he is, probably. Well, they need a DC now, but he's not going to go there for a DC role. I would not rule that out. I was a little nervous thinking about that the other day. That that would make me angry. And I would have to really take a deep I don't think he floor. would, though, because no. I don't think Sean would try to take him from Dan because Dan and Aaron are his guys. And they're doing well. That'd be there's a bro. There's a bro code there for sure. Yeah, you can't do that. But he hasn't been home. The bottom line is we are kind of screwed if he leaves because there's not no. many candidates for anything left right now. Vic Fangio is back in the league, which is electric. I'm trying to think who our position. Would we just promote our linebackers coach because of how much buzz he gets all the time? Kelvin Shepard. Is that his name? Yeah, they probably would just pull down Chris Spielman, give him a headset. <laughs> I saw that we are uh, already planning our OC and waiting. I saw that too. We're keeping a guy in the house close to the vest. Got a weird last name. I don't know what it like, is. Ernstrug. <laughs> Ernstrug. Um, DJ Chark said on Amon Ross St. Brown's podcast that it would be great to be back. Is this just filler, or is this like we're re-signing DJ Jark? I, I don't think we're re-signing DJ Jark. I don't think it's filler. I don't know if we're signing him or not. But I'm I sure think he, he wants to be, but I don't deep think down, he I think he's like, a very solid option for him. Someone's going to give him a bag that we are not going to pay. Let's do a little number game then while we're on this. He's making ten or nine right now. I mean, Christian Kirk got a shit ton of money. DJ Jark, he was pretty he did good. Live up to it. Yeah. DJ Chark made like one one season like nine million or something. Did he uh million? Did Chark uh or did Kirk crack a thousand yards? Anyone know? I think it was just a thousand yard year. He was pretty good. He's on my fantasy team. Got a lot of touchdowns. DJ Chark. I'm going off a cap hit, so if anyone uses anything different, sorry. His cap hit was only six million. This but he had season? a signing bonus of $3 million. Oh, I'm sorry. That's for next season. His cap. He got He's a w- one-year $10 million deal. Yes. But we we, we we worked it in a weird way, so it was only $4 million against our cap. Having your mics will make a weird noise. 
Christian Kirk had 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns. One year, 10. 84 receptions. She said one year, 10. I need to find this real quick. 10. If he wanted like two years, if he wanted two years, 30 million. For reference, right now, Allen Robinson makes 15.5. Cortland Sutton makes 15.2. Robbie Anderson makes 14.75. And those all Robbie feel like Anderson overpays. only makes. <clears throat> well, listen to this also. Listen to this. All right. These are the top receivers available in 2023 free agency Juju, Jacoby Myers, Allen Lazard, Chark, Darius Slayton. Jarvis Landry, Marvin Jones, Paris Campbell, Noah Brown, and Michael Hardman. That is a horrendous free agent class of receivers. You know who I like? Michael Hardman's going to get some money just because he's, he's fast. fast. I like Noah Brown. I would take Noah Brown in the Lions. I'm just saying, though, if that's the crop, TJ Tark's going to get paid probably a substantial so bag. Everybody's going to be drafting all these wide receivers in the class. He's probably looking for $15 million a year. I don't Sounds think like, he's worth know, fifteen million. The problem with him, though, and he's a unique guy, is like we—I mean, most—I don't know if you need it now in today's NFL, but a lot of teams subscribe to the theory you need a big body receiver, and we don't have a big body receiver if he leaves. And how do you like go get a you big sign body one? Receiver? You just sign a cheaper one. <laughs> That's the thing with those names you read off. Like, who are you bringing in to be the big body guy? Marvin Jones. How tall is he? Oh, I, I mean, Grant, he played here for a while where we know he's capable of making high point grabs in traffic. He's 32. He had 46 yeah. catches for 530 yards this year as a wide receiver three. Can I give all him the other guys are small? $8.5 Alan, million. Dollars? Alan Lazard is kind of big, isn't he? Yes. Alan Lazard probably, is big. He'll probably he's not leaving. He said no, it in the last game of the season, he's probably leaving. If they blow it up, he could be gone. Jacoby Myers stupid. is kind of big. I'll yes. take Alan Lazard. If the Green Bay's blowing it up, I would happily would take Would you big Lazard. but always hurt? And... I would take Alan Lazard for sure. Yeah, but What's... if Chark's $15 million there, oh, he, Lazard might want some. Lazard, we could get Lazard for fifteen. One year. Two years, fifteen million. He's he got paid four million dollars. He's on a one year, four million dollar deal. What a salary! It says rookie deal. No, he was a UFA and signed a one year, four million dollar deal to stay. But Julio Jones, you want a big guy? You bring no. him in for like one year, six million. <laughs> um, Pro Bowl talk. Anyone stock up or down? Jared Goff, what do we think, Alex? There's nothing guy. that you're going to say that stocks him down from a flag football game, Grant. Get out of here. I just want Evan, to to all our listeners to know Grant is firmly on the draft CJ Stroud get out, get Jared Goff out of town for some reason, and it's ridiculous. It's making me angry. One of my favorite things to do, because Alex just doesn't know when I'm joking, and I just say one thing like funny, and he's like, "Oh, you're attacking Jared Goff." Like, it's as not a man. funny because like, you know there's just a lot of Jared hate 
and Jared's a great guy, and he did a lot for us. So we should be more grateful for him. Evan, you didn't see it because you you know you were out working, earning a buck, and it's just Jared Goff <laughs> trip trying to escape the pocket and fumbled in a flag football game. Grant and I made a said joke about mean. it, and then Alex takes it as like I actually want him gone. Like I'm joking. He well, you made comments for the last two weeks about Jared Goff and how you don't think he can be the guy. Yada 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 yada. Right now, as we sit here today on February 5th, I do not, not picture him hoisting. Combo. I don't picture him hoisting a Lombardi in the Honolulu Blue. I can't see it in my head. Stock down Penny, Penny in the Pro Bowl when he ran through those walls. Just absolutely ate shit on the I think that was stock up. Because he's like, so much momentum going yeah, forward. Yeah, that's a stock up. Also, that's- can't catch a water balloon. Oh, Frank Ragnow, bad hands, cannot catch a water balloon. A Monroe stock up, best catch in the NFL this year. Wasn't that cool? <laughs> I mean, we could have done that. Like his Evan catches and, were not cool. Evan and Wyatt should recreate the St. Brown catch. The St. Brown bros. That I can't believe bros. that was one. They couldn't think of anything else. He just was, jumped off a trampoline and caught a ball. He did a flip on both of them. It's pretty tough. He did not do a flip on the one that won off the trampoline kind of he landed on his no. back and he went he just turned his body and landed on his back ran. you join one rec league and think you're an athlete now i could do that <laughs> i could you could do that we could recreate that all right so stock down for jared and panay and frank because <laughs> frank can't um, catch the last troll thing in the lines is um i trolled the internet with a mock draft and it really oh, got people <laughs> evan like what were your thoughts replies. on the mock you were quiet I was in the middle of work. Um, I checked my phone while I had free time, and I had like 80-some text messages. Like, I'm not going to be able to fly through this. Reading them, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I saw all the tweet notifications coming through, and I was like, Graham released this mock draft. I know it. Looked at it and already had like 20 replies in like 15 minutes. I was like, people believe this is real. Grant's on very bad troll behavior lately. Also tweeted today that Michigan is the third best team in the Big Ten and has people in the comments about that. So That's just, just Grant, a fact. They, they are the third best team in the Big Ten. In the trolling Twitter. We're not a troll account. Why are you becoming a troll account? I've been having fun recently. Just, you know, people take sports way too seriously. And I think it's fun just to dip your toes a little bit and just have fun, especially with mock drafts, with how out of control mock drafts are and how everyone thinks they are an expert on Twitter. I just wanted to have fun. And the beautiful thing about this mock is it it's it's bad because it's three running backs, but it was so splashy that I would say about 30% of the people that interacted thought it was 12, good. 12. Like, we're like, they're like, oh, like, that's kind of sick. Or like parts this of tweet it, like, has 30,000 views and 80 replies the ratio so, is so beautiful that's a ratio that you and the die likes for. is only 140 80 replies to 140 80 replies. <laughs> evan and six quote tweets all trust tree though i know you saw that and you thought third and ten Lions offense, if you have a Monra and Chuck Sizzle lined up, who's Chuck Sizzle. That? I would do anything to get Chuck Sizzle on my team. <laughs> I would I would not hate Charlie Jones. You Jones. would see me rocking. I would get a Lions jersey, another Lions jersey, and they, I, on the back it would say Chuck Sizzle. Not just <laughs> yeah. Sizzle or not just Jones. It would Sizzle. say Chuck Sizzle. Because that's, that's a lot on the back of a jersey. Chuck Sizzle. Yeah, that's my first lot of letters and a space. My personal favorite – chirp back to people was when they're like where's the defense and i would just say isaiah foskey like because i drafted <laughs> one defensive guy to make it seem somewhat legit that was good stuff 
What I did I mean, learn, people though, were legitimately angry. What I did learn, which was the most shocking thing, is the amount of. But it makes sense. We're a Michigan podcast. The amount of CJ Stroud hate is out oh, of control. Oh, that actually made me angry. I started replying to people. Because, dude, they're like CJ Stroud, bomb, bomb in biggest games, bomb, terrible, never done anything. Threw for almost four hundred and four touchdowns against Georgia, and everyone just is like, "Yeah, he's a bomb." And he is o of two against Michigan. Had picks in both games, but. He's still a good player. I mean, I think I pulled up his stats. It was like 85 touchdowns and 12 picks in like two years of college football. That's insane. The amount of people that said that he will just, he's automatically going to have a terrible NFL career. I was like, <laughs> what? You guys are already making that decision? I bookmarked at least one tweet from someone saying like GM getting fired, whoever drafts. I'm like, oh, that could be fun to look at in three years. That could be a fun one. I almost need him to fall. And Brad to draft him just for this storyline. Yeah, one guy was adamant. He's like, trust me, Brad will never draft CJ Stroud. They're going to be mad when he goes like one overall. When Once we get the buzz going after the combine and all that stuff and he goes one. They're going to be mad when he's what? good. Pro days, combine. Evan, you think that. he's going to be good, right? Oh, he's going to be good. Yeah, he's a talented. He's an elite thrower of the football. He's, he's very, very good. Elite. Even, very if you, good. even if you just stripped what he did against Georgia scrambling and you just was like be a pocket passer he's still elite accuracy wise with that he already makes NFL throws and you if don't you have to train him on it you don't have to fix anything he can already make it the NFL throws once I saw, very good once I saw him actually like scramble and use his legs and move around the pocket way against Georgia I was in because that's why I wanted to see from him all X amount of years and maybe he, I just realized he maybe the Michigan loss woke him up like oh i need to do more to like win these games and he just finally started doing it because that was the eye-opening thing to me um all right nca football wait yeah, i have also, one more NFL. you also can't get so mad at me about that because you hopped into the replies as well you got into the i troll did mud with you me. did and i was like you know if they're gonna hate on cj stroud this much i'm gonna have to pop some replies yeah you were driving, it like, was it was pretty lines. fun like, yeah, what about this game, buddy? <laughs> like, okay, Alex, tough guy. Um, I just do want to shout out, since we're in the NFL segment portion, um, Bryce Berenger and Jaden Reed had fantastic weeks at the Senior Bowl and both um, earned honors, so good for them. That was Draft in my miscellaneous, up. yeah. And Great my dad said Jaden Reed wouldn't get drafted. You're wrong. Stock down. Does not know ball. Not know ball. Had a few people coming back to that tweet being like, yeah, you got great value in the sixth round for Jane Reed. He's going top three round now after his senior bowl performance. So I was like, yeah, you're probably right. So he was rated as top 100 last year, and then he had dropped all the way out. Well, we'll see. Crazy that Jay Johnson couldn't figure out a way to give him the ball this year. Jake Moody, our <laughs> first first-round pick. Thanks, Bryce Brent. Berenger, our second first-round pick. Special, special teams. teams. NCAA football question. Speaking of NCAA football, um, a great question that I guess that Andy Staples has done throughout his career at the athletic basically the whole magic genie in a bottle wish thing where they came down and they told you that your college football team wins exactly one no more no less national title in the next 20 years or you don't get that and you let the chips fall where they may based on your program what would you guys do i have one question obviously you don't know because you didn't pose the question but do you know the year that it's going to happen? I don't think so. It didn't come that way when I read, come off that way when I read the article. Because if it was random, 
makes it more intriguing. If I know when it's happening, it won't be intriguing. It's like you'll just know that you're going to win the title this year, and it won't be as cool. It won't be okay. So fulfilling. random. So random. It has then. to be random for this. Yeah, I'm not answering first though. I'd like someone else to. <laughs> Why you're not confident in your? Day. Just want to hear hear everyone's sides. We're guaranteed not to have losing seasons every other year. Yeah, I think this one it's nice blend because it's more open ended. Like if you're, it doesn't you just gear- get a national championship and everything else is just. Yeah, you get one for sure. You can still be good the other years, but you guarantee one. Only one. But if you don't guarantee, you could win like four. Yes, uh, as a Michigan State fan, as a Michigan fan, you should say yes. Because right now we haven't come close to sniffing it. Don't tell people what they should answer, Evan. Michigan. I'm saying yes. No, I like it, Evan. I like it, Evan. We're not really. You got to make a title game to sniff it. I quoted my sniff. (laughs) Sniffed. (laughs) Quote yourself. I'm saying yes. Twenty one. It was yes. You went. You won a national championship in college football. My answer Pretty is sick. yes as well. You won and the second greatest really trophy on the face 10. of the earth. I hope it's year ten. Why? Oh, right in the middle. That would just split it up so good because you would still be happy about that national championship for all those ten years after that. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm yes too. You guys, that's probably obvious. I've told you guys that I would do this. I think this it's deal yes for that. almost everyone except like the Alabama. It's like the premier Clemson's. schools. It's like Alabama would say no. Clemson would probably say no. Ohio State would say no. Jordan well, that was no. the interesting thing about the article. He was revisiting when they used to do it in Georgia. Fans were like, yes, we yeah. do it a couple of years ago. And they're like, thank they, God. They would like, talking back. Yeah. The, the the what made me think was because he added so he had the tier of teams oh two years ago he says the only teams that should have considered option two were Alabama Clemson Georgia LSU Ohio State and maybe Oklahoma so he was revisiting that based on Oklahoma how shaking out sniffs it all the time but now this is who he's added who should consider option two Michigan Notre Dame Penn State USC. Penn State. Oh, no, I don't think any of them should this consider guy's it. On Oregon. Drugs. James Franklin is so will not win anything. He was making cases, like putting a paragraph of why you could try to spin it in your head. He wasn't saying they absolutely okay. should. He's just well, saying you I don't think consider. any of them should. He gave Penn a lot. Penn State's ridiculous. He won Keep anything. going, Grant. He won Keep going. One Penn State, USC. Conference title. Oregon. Oregon. Playoff. Oh, Florida. Florida State. Oregon, Tennessee, Wisconsin. Were That's his a bad list. List of like could potentially consider it this year. I think the list is Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, LSU. I would agree that can be on there because they can recruit like crazy good talent. And I would probably say that's it. What kind of what kind of uh, got me like jazzed was I think he had like Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU is staying up there, and then. He was a little bit more like hesitant on the Buckeyes. He's like, the Buckeyes probably will always be on this list, but little chinks in their armor after Ur- Big Daddy Urban left. Yeah, I would probably put them on the list too. They've won recently. I mean, yeah, I mean they were one field goal away from winning nine years ago. Year. Eight, and they were a field goal away from winning it this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they would have been <laughs> national champions if they would have just won that game. So yeah, I would say they still, and they still are five stars at every position. So. But I'm I'm humble. I'm a humble Michigan fan. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. It'd be hilarious to watch all the delirious Twitter Michigan fans say that they would 
um, they'd let it, they'd roll the dice and then they'd end the up with zero. Maybe I'll, I'll clip it and see what they say. I will troll them a little bit. Yeah, you should, yeah, because they would game. roll the dice and they would win zero. Wow. <laughs> um, all right. But if they get one, NCAA. you tie, so I guess it'd be worth it. NBA, Woj, Cadmus. Thursday is the trade deadline. What is Why Troy Weaver about? Hypothetical trades or something? Why do you keep no, asking? No, I just think it's funny. <laughs> what is Troy Weaver about to do, Evan? What do you think? Nothing. <laughs> we're we're going to be a standstill. We're going to trade somebody for like a second round pick. Some bench do we have any like bench wants. guy that's like an expiring? Do we have anyone besides Bakon that's like worth something? Alec Burks is meaningful to contending teams. All right. You would have him. Whoever calls first can have him. No, I mean, Evan. Pretty solid shooter. You said Evan, Alec Burks? Or? Evan likes MSU Equestrian more than Pistons basketball, so maybe Evan shouldn't. You say Alex Burks or? Alec Burks. Um, Alex Burks. Alec, Alec. Burks. Is you... <laughs> I don't care about this dude's name. That's who you're saying we need to keep? I'm not saying we need to keep him, but I'm Evan. saying you don't just get Gone. rid of him. Bye. See you later. I He's think if you, if you want to make the playing game next He's year, you should. We've 12 games. <laughs> If you want to try to make the playing game next year, you should try to hold on to him. Oh. He scores a nice James Edwards article. He said that we're going to go all in in free agency this summer. He scores a nice thirteen points per game off the bench. He's he's like Vinny, uh, the, the guy yeah, Vinny who's Johnson for us. The microwave. Yeah, we have to score one hundred sixty because we give up one hundred seventy a game. Right now, defense. I'm just saying, thirteen off the bench is thirteen off the bench, baby. That's like Ish Smith. Now, some expiring guys that you want to dump, Alex? Maybe a Rodney Magruder, a Corey Joseph. Oh, gone, a gone. A Kevin gone. Knox. Gone. Kevin Knox, what a bad signing. <laughs> Nerland's Noel. Bad yeah. signing. Oh, um, that's a bad player. Marvin bench. Bagley is MIA. He's hurt, I caught, think. So. Caught him. <laughs> Has he played this year? No. Played Not four much. Games. Caught him. Hami Diallo's on our team. Caught him. He's terrible. See, Alex, look at this. And this is a team that Grant said was going to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, Grant's delusional. Killian Hayes? Grant is... No. Keep him. Keep him. Contract extension. He's like 21. Forever a piston. You guys are crazy. I can't wait to come around so you really see what I see. Grant, we can't agree with anything you say because you're delusional and predict the pistons and make the playoffs every year and they're about to be the number one pick again. Did I know Cade Cunningham had ingrained, lingering? If you shit think if he was there, it was going to go well. I think we'd be contending for the play-in game. No, we wouldn't Worse be. Worse than Sacramento, dude. He is a top twenty-five player in the NBA. He is capable of dropping thirty-five points at any night. We would ha- sure have won more games. Does that help the defense? Not really. Yes, because he's a leader and he will set people straight. They have no leader. He's there. He's on the team. He can yell at people. You don't do that when you're not playing. Everyone Grant, that's the just first be like, rule you know what? You're right. You're right, Alex. You're right, Evan. I don't know, Ball. I am wrong about the Pistons all the time, and I'm delusional. I'm overconfident in them, and they delusional. He got hurt. What do we always say? Predictions barring an injury. Yeah, Can you I'm just sure. say yes? Thanks, I was Evan. wrong Thank again because you. your swing and a miss last year was horrendous. The the his rookie year was a miss by me. Huge, like a 25 games off miss. This one was not a miss. He just got hurt. This wasn't a miss. I'm, I'll You're go right. pull the receipts. I'm sure we all were thinking playing game. Yeah, you probably talked us into it like you try to every time. <laughs> um, On this theme, 
I don't want us to be sellers at the deadline. I want Bogdanovich and Burks, sorry, Evan, to both be on our team next year because I can't do this little dance of we're going to sell off a 20-point-per-game score that we stole from a team this offseason because Cade got hurt and our timeline's messed up. It's about time to start holding on to guys. Like, you made a good deal, Weaver. You went and got Bogdan for peanuts, and he scores 20 a game. And he's an amazing three-point shooter. And, yeah, he's getting older, but he's obviously still producing. You need to hold on to guys like that and not just like trade them for an unprotected first from a contending team that's going to be like pick 25 in the draft. I don't want pick 25. I want Bojan Bogdanovic. That's all I have yeah, to say I want to keep. That. I want to keep him. I don't care as much about Alec Burks. If we flip Killian Hayes for an unprotected first, yes, do it. That's just rude. It's just not possible. Mean. <laughs> mean. <laughs> Um, some people want us to trade Jane Ivy for OG on Anobi. I don't like no. that. Why? What? People want to give up. Yeah. Do you blame them, Grant? We stink. In my mind, the only untouchable people on our team. K. Right Jaden and Duran. K. Jane Duran and Boyan this offseason. Well, Boyan's touchable. No, I need him back. He's touchable. For a top 15 pick, you can have Boyan. Someone gives That's us a lotto pick for him. Yeah. I'll That's tell you. But what? Like, you're going to, I guess, but like, what? If we're trying to make something, are you just going to trade Bojan for Jet Howard, essentially? That's going to set you back a little bit on the clock. No, like maybe, because we're making a huge splash in free agency. Anyways. Then, then, then we are holding everyone. Like Evan said, we're just sitting still. We're not selling off any pieces if we're making splashes. And I do think that's true because there was a room, report that. Lions ownership assured Bojan that we are going for Lions. next year. Pistons ownership. <laughs> Sheila That's Fordham. what I said in the beginning of this conversation. <laughs> Sheila Fordham sat down with Bojan Bogdanovich and said, we're making a push for it next year. And he said, I want to be here when Dan Campbell makes playoffs. <laughs> what are you looking at, Alex? Nothing's the on tonight. Big 10 men's basketball standings. Third in the Big 10, Michigan. Fourth. We'll get to it. Fourth on the graphic. We'll get to it. Um, I think that's it. I just wanted to reiterate to the fans that I want to be good and not bad. So I want to hold on to good players. We all want to be good, but this rebuild's turning into the Tigers. So I did have a question. Oh God, that is dark. <laughs> well, Grant, it's been since 2017 of any reasonable relevance. No, but this isn't a double rebuild. The Tigers are double rebuilding. We tried to tear it down. We're still in the middle of the tear down. I don't want to talk about them. What, you disagree? I don't want to talk about the Tigers because they're a dumpster fire. They're a double rebuild. Do not happen a lot in sports. They're a joke and they're <laughs> ruining my... Any like fandom of baseball is ruined by them. You know how hard it is to fail like a tank rebuild? Like, Several like, times. Like to in totally a like, suck for years and get zero good pieces. I mean, a few. But right now we have the worst farm system in the MLB according to the Athletics the MLB reporter. Yeah. I'll spit on my drink. Anyways, Troy Weaver's smarter that. than that. You hope. <laughs> Stop doing that. You're making me nervous. We have nothing to say that's We're, working. Troy Weaver is going to single-handedly make Evan Sadiq care Bay about NBA basketball now. again. No, he does not. He's been playing really good lately. Jeremy Lin was really good, too, for five minutes. <laughs> Alex, don't do stuff like this, because now I got to go look it up, because I just said that, and I'm not sure. if, But I think he's been doing Lin good. Linsanity. Let's get crazy. 
I had a question about Kyrie Irving, but then he actually got traded. But I want to see how bad you guys no, are, how no, mad you'd be if he got him. traded to us. I I wouldn't hope the franchise would get moved to a different city. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it'd be exciting for a minute because he has sick handles. No. Alex. He's a piece of shit human. Well, dude. I can like flash. <laughs> last yeah, fifteen no, games. Last fifteen games I, for City Bay. I looked Bay, at it, Grant. I see. Eighteen it. points, six rebounds, two assists. He's shooting thirty four percent from three this year. That's garbage. He has four rebounds a game. Garbage. One assist. Garbage. He's garbage all right. Why don't you do year. Killians then, Alex? Thirty four is not bad. Last fifteen games, he's forty percent from three. Last fifteen games, he's forty percent. Thirty four from three. Yes, if you're That's a good three bad. point shooter, you should be forty percent above. And he is last fifteen. Joey Hauser is above forty percent. Evan, come on, really? He's That's a bucket. Killian, thirty two percent. So just as good as Sadiq, really. Last fifteen, Alex. Six assists, three boards, ten points, two less minutes. Give me his per sixty average. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is Sadiq plays playing good basketball, and he had a. Basically a game-winning shot the other night, okay? Pistons stink. Move on. Next. College Joey basketball. Hauser is Michigan still State shooting stinks. 40%. That's crazy. College basketball. Wow, you guys want to do Michigan State me. first? I didn't watch the game Saturday, and I don't think Evan did either. So, can I I watched the second half. Can I? I watched part of the second half. Yeah, let's just say it this way. It was a great game for you guys not to watch regarding your guys' two my guys on the team. I heard. No, my guy's Malik Hall. I'm just a Joey Hauser supporter because all the Michigan, <laughs> stupid a... Michigan State fans try to bash one human being, blame everything on him, but it's not his fault. Other than Malik's rebounding, I was um, – what's that guy's name? The Michigan State basketball guy that does the videos after the game? DK? DK, yeah. I've seen it. I guy. watched his little recap that he does after the game. He said it was AJ's worst game of the season and Malik Hall's worst game of the season as well. He didn't say anything about Joey, really. I can confirm. The nice thing is, though, like, nobody played well. Like, not a single person in the game was like, oh, I had a good game. Yeah, that's also what I heard. Tyson Walker had a good stretch, but then he disappeared, and, like, they didn't run anything through Tyson Walker. I heard the coaching was bad as well. Yeah, I mean, in that game, though, it's like the offense just looked – they couldn't get anything going. AJ had just – it was almost like AJ – was like a European basketball player and he came to the United States and they ran pick and rolls and he's never seen a pick and roll before. Like he had turnovers on like a few of them, like several that was like bad, but like even the ones he didn't turn over on, he was like stuttering in the pick and roll and almost like didn't know what to do. It was, that was weird. It was weird to watch. AJ's confidence is ruined by our fan base. Great. Another, another taken from the Michigan state fan base, just like Joey got ruined by our fan base. But okay, this is a fine line. But I think if you're a player and like you're letting your fan base rally you that much, that also goes to the athlete you are. I was kidding. So oh, okay. See, we're working on it. Yeah. Um, I have a tweet since we don't have to get into specific specifics of the game. Um, honestly though, a fantastic day for you guys not to watch. I have a tweet from Kyle Lawson that almost made me spit out my drink, and I need to ask Alex about. Um, it's going to piss me off, isn't it? I'm just going to read it and to see what how you two react. This was after the game. Kyle Austin, friend of the pod, doing his due diligence. Tom Izzo said he thinks AJ Hogarth's sloppy play is coming from fatigue and wants to get him down closer to 25, 26 minutes per game. Hogarth said he doesn't think fatigue is causing his turnovers. Quote, not at all, he said. 
that was like Denzel Valentine player of the year being limited to 25 minutes down the stretch of the season is alarming to me. Uh, Izzo does some weird stuff. <laughs> he does. He does weird stuff to get us ready for March, and I don't always understand it. Like the Bermuda Triangle, for one. Um, but right I'm, now, I'm guessing he just wants to bring him down to 25 so that he's looser, fresher for the end stretch. Whatever. Maybe AJ does need to play less minutes. Maybe he'll play better if he does. This team simply cannot survive, though, if he plays 25 minutes because that means Trey Holloman's playing like 15, 20 minutes, and I heard he played awful. Or we just do what we should be doing and bump AJ to off the bench and your two best guards on the team play 35 minutes. Well, the problem is, Grant, Walker is way better at the two because last year when he played point, he stunk, and Akins is not a point guard. Akins is an everything guard. No. (laughs) No. No, AJ has to play. He's very important. Yes, he had a bad game, but everyone's just going to overreact like always. Evan, what's going through your head here on the AJ's being limited to 25 minutes per game? He's not good. That's not going to happen, though. That's My going to be on the box score. Go ahead, Evan. Uh, four minutes less could help. Could definitely help. You're not taking him off the floor 13 more minutes per game all of a sudden out of nowhere after he's playing 35 every game. That's crazy. Evan, how would you get AJ out of the slump? you got to get him back going where he is best at, and that's getting to like the free throw line. That's getting downhill. I would tell him not to shoot a three in games. I mean, he went so over four against Rutgers. There's a reason why he's so open. Yeah, but in some games when we need it, he hits him. Eventually, he's he needs to get hit, downhill. He needs to hit one again. Downhill. Um, you could implement a scare tactic. Go ahead. Sorry. I think you do need to limit minutes. I think he played 32 of the 40 minutes. 32 of the 40 minutes, and he had the most turnovers on the team. Well, it's pretty natural for your point guard to have the most turnovers. Shot 30%. Missed seven shots. This feels like an AJ pick-on session when the whole team stunk, and they scored 55 points. Correct. The whole team stunk. I mean, we shot 34% from the field. You gave up 42 points to a talentless offense in Rutgers in the second half. You're going to be pissed if you ever look up the guy that scored 17 points in the second half. It was Mulcahy. I already already know it was him. I saw a part of the second half. He just dribbled inside and made some dumb little layup every time. I mean, they made 11 more free throws than us. He's the emotional leader of that team. I did see we shoot the least amount of threes in all of the NCAA. Threes? Threes. I'm three pointers. I was, I was surprised too. Shot twenty one. Well, they we had twenty three fouls against us, and they only had sixteen. Home cooking at Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. baseball. What I've been saying. The they script. shot thirty four free throws. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. We never shoot session. free throws. They shot twenty more alarming. than us. They shot twenty more free throws. Evan, than that's us. been all season. When when do we ever get to the line? I think it, this also stems down from you don't have a post player that can actually go and get you a That's bucket. The, I was just going to say, we can pick on AJ all we want, but you know how yeah, much easier team, it would be for our guards to be what they are if we had a single player down low that could do anything, and we don't have one. Sorry. You have a you have rebounders and defensive guys. You don't have skilled offensive guys. Kohler, and your one skilled offensive guy cannot be on the floor more than five minutes because his defense is so bad. Correct. 
So Grant, Sissoko. And, and it hurts because the Big Ten is just center buffet. I mean, it is seven-footers. Every game. Yeah. Or yeah. Trace Jackson Davis, and he's just – as soon as he oh. gets hot, there's nobody stopping him in the country. I mean, he's been going That's a crazy. Fact. His first half against Purdue is one of the best halves of basketball I've seen in my entire life. It was a master class. So, anyways, no more A.J. Hogarth hate. He had a bad game. No, he doesn't need to be playing 25 minutes. But, yes, maybe 30 would be better. So, you disagree with your head coach? Yeah, 25 minutes also, is Tom just calling him out to see if he can get him going. This also right. sucks. This is a big black eye. I think this is one of the worst losses of the season solely because you had six days off before to, pre- to prepare for this. That is what is upsetting. And that's why I, was, I think some coaching blame needs to be put on because if you – how are you not ready after a week off? After your bitch, our our coach publicly bitched about our schedule several times during that. Stretch. Well, every single Big Ten team gets like this five to six day period, and this is just ours. Well, I'm saying he he bitched it up, and then you you get all your practice time, and then you lay a deuce at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, which was a gift of a neutral psyche, honestly. I mean, it, from, the, play, from the looks I got, it looked like a rat though. Looked like a lot. You of would, Evan. Fans. So you could have technically left a day earlier and, and you would have had gym time. Madison Square Garden, you ain't getting gym time. We have we notoriously shoot pretty well at the rack. Mm-hmm. Brent Forbes broke yeah. the Big Ten record there. Well, Brent shot very well there. Class. Gabe Brown shot very well there, but the rest of the team usually doesn't show up. We've only lost oh. at the rack once. That was last year by fi- 500 points. That was COVID year. I think you just got to do a scare tactic. Scare tactic with AJ and just tell him that I'm going to pull you from the game if your first bucket isn't either a free throw or a made layup. The problem also with you guys and saying you don't want it. him to shoot threes, if he doesn't attempt any though, and or or make any, I guess in this case, then all players have to do is just sit in the lane and then they're just going to prevent him from even getting inside. And then, he's but dead. then he can hit his get his little mid range. He's better at those pump fake drive. Drive. They're not going to run. They don't even run at him at him at three. If he makes a couple, they will start either. to do that, and he'll get inside. <clears throat> mm. Purdue the I first watched, time. We've watched like point guards do that throughout our lives. I mean, the guy from Butler, Aaron, figured it out. Xavier Simpson figured it out. He can never shoot the three. You can just be like effective enough. We don't need AJ to score 20. Just see him score like 12, 15. Distribute. I have a camp that this guy's falling and that we're going to miss the tournament and you're overreacting like our fan base and that we should pray yeah. that we get in. No. Okay, good. Our, Just well, make sure. well, our seeding's not going to go up. I can tell you, we're not going to be a six seed. Be a seven through ten seed. Six yeah, would be win out regular season. We've already done the math. We know the floor of what it took to sneak in. You guys were 15 and 12 and 9 and 11 in the Big Ten. I don't think that's happening. We would have to go. Th- Three and five down the stretch. <laughs> like I feel like the fan base, Big Ten tournament games. The overreactionary fan base you guys have, and every fan base has. Like you guys have a very recent, clear example of what it takes to get in, and they're all like, "Oh, we're screwed." It's like, "Uh, are you planning to go nine and eleven total, fifteen and twelve? I, I, I mean, know, if I that said happens, like two years sure ago, he hated our fan base. I am fully in the camp, and I can't stand it. I can't even. We I scored can't two even look points at in seven minutes of game action. And now the the good thing though is like, oh my god! You get I think a, the only, I think the I only thing I didn't watch this game. I think the only thing like this loss may like recalibrate in the stretch. The two and five out of seven game stretch is like people like every Big Ten fan base has been a Purdue victim of this. twice, Illinois and Indiana. I mean, you like, lost to the 
three best teams and Rutgers. Ex- except for Purdue. It's like, I think every Big Ten fan is like, oh, that's like, they look at the schedule and they're like, oh, that's just some winnable games. But like, we just need to reframe it that like any team in this league can beat the other. Or maybe Nebraska is like, a, that's a winnable game. Minnesota but like, is like, bad. Yes. Those two, you're like, okay. But every other team can beat the other team. Yeah. Minus Purdue. They pretty much beat everybody. And Michigan State lost to Purdue twice, Illinois, and Indiana, and Rutgers. I think those are the top four teams in the Big Ten. Maybe not in the standings, but like those are the four teams that have been ranked in the, the polls. Yeah. It's not like terrible losses. It's just terrible the way they've lost is because they've led in every single game in the second half, except maybe Indiana. Must win on Tuesday? Yes. Maryland at home, it'd be a pretty bad loss. They're playing good ball, though. It's going to be a tough one. Maybe. Maybe you guys will wake up. Maybe it'll be like a blood bludgeoning like it was against Rutgers. But Maryland has been playing good basketball. Also, hard to beat a team twice. That's why we lost to Rutgers. I can throw out millions of excuses if needed. Uh, Maryland has won six of their last... No, five of their last six. It's at home. Yeah. And it's not Northwestern, so you should win. <laughs> it's the only team that um, lost to at home. On the other side of the coin, Michigan picks up two w- wins in one week for the first time since like the beginning of January, I think. I was trying to look back at when they won two games in a row. So pretty pretty massive for them. Now, the teams weren't that good. But Northwestern's been solid. They went to Northwestern and won. They just um, won at Wisconsin tonight. I think it's more of like a troll at this point or like a joke of like, hey, third in the Big Ten standings. That's where I'm at. Like, I think you look at it and you're like, oh, well, everyone's tied, but it's just fun to say you're third. It is crazy. Rutgers goes to IU. I was already doing the math of just a funny, another funny thing. We're going to look at the standings. Like, that can't be right. Rutgers goes to IU on Tuesday. Probably will lose. I would imagine. It's impossible to win an assembly this year. Michigan plays Nebraska. On Wednesday, they win are you that. Still riding a cakewalk schedule. They are table. second in the Big Ten, which that will be jarring to look at the standings and see the block of it second in the Big Ten. If it works out like that, it'll come crashing down most likely, unless something crazy happens. But that's just going to be a wild night. That's one you just savor and be like, oh, we were second at one point. After Nebraska, mm-hmm. you might be favored in one game the rest of the year. Maybe two. I was more scared about that stretch than I am now because I realize everyone in the Big Ten is kind of just mid. You have Indiana twice. You have Illinois at Illinois. You have Wisconsin twice. You have at the rack. And then you have Michigan State. I would say looking at that right now. Wisconsin, I think you could beat them twice. You could beat Michigan State at home. You, As a fan, you should expect to beat Nebraska. And yeah, Nebraska I'm not including. That's Indiana at home. You should expect to split with Michigan State. But I wouldn't be surprised if they lost this year. You should expect to beat Wisconsin at home. Yes. And then you pray you split either Illinois or Indiana, but you probably won't. You're so maybe you need definitely to steal. losing your last two games of the season. You're going to have to you steal. Need to, you need to steal a road win against Wisconsin. Wow. Then you, you need to win a, both Wisconsin games. That's not going to happen because there's no way this team, what I've seen so far, has a six-game win streak going into Rutgers. That's You're impossible. Not beating Indiana <laughs> Saturday. At home? I, I expect to win that if game. If you do win that, you will lose to the, at the Kohl Center the following Tuesday. 
That would make sense. But you, and there's I, you sh- no shot you're walking into the rack and getting a win. You should be maybe Indiana at home. You should. That would I don't that know. That they're pretty good. You lost to Purdue by five at home. I, I would think you can beat Indiana. And Dickinson has been very good against TJD his career. That's a good matchup for Michigan. I mean, Indiana's rolling. I guess they lost to Maryland this week. Yes, Maryland's good. Fuck. Maryland is, is playing good ball. I don't know if they're good, but they've won five of six. You're yeah, playing them at a bad time. Just be MF. Uh, let me look. At 11 o'clock on Tuesday. What oh, this I'd actually for that shit. What this really matters though for is they beat Minnesota. As, as we come down to the stretch here, that the seeding is like matters. Like I don't care deep down if Michigan like they miss the tournament or like you can tell they're frauds. But for the sake of the Big Ten tournament, if you get a four seed, you get a double, double buy, you get quarterfinals. Like as much of a joke it is, if they can hang around just enough and sneak somehow into the four seed, that's massive for like winning one game in the Big Ten tournament that matters, and then like maybe getting into the play-in game. Well, I'm dying for Michigan State to be a top four seed because that means you still you have a realistic chance to win the Big Ten tournament. Like you have a real shot to win. So if yeah. Michigan gets the top four seed, and they just might win the whole Big Ten tournament. They won't even matter. Sneaky, would it be better for Michigan to finish five through eight so they can get a potentially easier win under their belt and then get momentum and knock off a top four seed and then get eliminated? So if you're a bubble team, it's tournament? probably better to not have the double bye because you probably could lose your first game. You need to right. win one game. I'm almost thinking five through eight. Five would be nice. Five be would five be nice. Seed, play the worst team, play win, get hot, beat, upset the next – well, it's probably the one seed. You're not going to beat Purdue. Never mind. Be like the seventh seed. <laughs> Pick off somebody in the top no, four. The, f- the five would go yeah. to play the four. Okay, then be the five. Beat the fourth team and then get eliminated. And then you have two wins for the committee to go into the bracket night. Five versus four, one versus eight. Evan, I don't think you should be that worried about Maryland. I did some looking. They beat Minnesota by 40 yesterday. <gasps> 81 to 46. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> then they beat Indiana at home. On Tuesday, they beat Nebraska at home, beat Wisconsin at home, lost. Wait, to did you say and Michigan at home? Maryland beat Minnesota eighty-one to forty-six at Minnesota yesterday. That's trippy because Michigan beat Maryland eighty-one to forty-six. But I'm saying of their stretch, That's they lost wild, to Iowa by up. fifteen. They beat Michigan, Wisconsin, and Indiana all at home, and then the other teams hey. stink. Nebraska. And- it's hard to do with this year's Big Ten when you're not Purdue. They don't have a road win. That is a good fact. Other than Minnesota. Wow. They don't have a road win. The bar. (laughs) Minnesota does not count. They're a hockey school. And they lost at Michigan 81 to 46. But they're playing good ball. I like it. Confirmed. They have no road. They have one road win outside of that. Sorry. They beat Louisville. Who has one win this season? (laughs) I mean, we were razzing on. Uh, Michigan not having a quad one win, but Michigan State only has three. Well, Michigan we had four. One. We had four. Michigan has one away from us. We, Evan, we picked up two this weekend because Maryland. Ohio State is not a quad one. Maryland moved up to top 30 and then whatever the ranking they used for that. So we picked up two and only played one game. It was also, it fluctuates. It's not just set in stone. Yeah, yes. no, it changes. It's yeah. dumb. Oh, God. That's we so stupid. We had four stupid. last week. We had five at one point and now we're done. Now we only have three. one more than Michigan. That's how bad we are. We're not bad. 
It is. We're gonna, we get a quad one win on Tuesday, Evan. If we first round weekend exit, here it comes. It's kind of no, cathartic no, and no, nice no, that every no. every Big Ten fan outside of Purdue is realizing that we're all just a bunch of mid basketball teams, and there's varying I degrees of mid. I think we're just a all a bunch of mid basketball teams make the Sweet Sixteen. It's like it's like the Big Twelve right now. Big Twelve just beating the crap out of them. But they're all the difference is they just all get to be ranked in the top fifteen for some reason. But they just have a less losses. Like all, a lot of teams in our conference almost have double digit losses already. Is it because our non-conference, everyone played a bad non-conference? Well, we did not play a bad non-conference. I mean, I wish Tom tough. would have just scheduled like, yeah, like tough, I mean, sorry. I wish Michigan State just scheduled like Western and Eastern 18 times, and then we would just have like four, five, six losses instead of eight, nine. What do we have, nine? I might be letting the rankings influence me, but like when I watch the Big Ten games I've watched, the level of basketball does feel like a massive drop off. Like I look at the games and I do not see many NBA players in our conference. No one can really like score one on one in the Big Ten well, other than the big men. We don't have like crazy shot makers in the Big Ten. Like there was a time when you guys had Gary Harris, we had Victor Oladipo, we had Hardaway Jr., Trey Burke running around our teams and i look at like the crop mellow trimble um (laughs) d'angelo russell like we had nba guys like walking around and now i'm just like i don't really before he beat his girlfriend sharon jackson Jackson. and now you look around you're like yeah i don't know i don't see it yeah the talent isn't good but it's a good point even purdue is not an nba style team at all christian state doesn't have an nba player on their team Maybe Jay Nakins. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. At some point. And then the guys we're bringing in are NBA guys, so that's cool. That helps. I'm I'm glad you already know that. (laughs) At least they're they're on, like, projected draft picks. (laughs) Oh, last thing was then, I tweeted it out so you may have seen it, but this game confirmed it, my NBA three-point line theory, which is part of your guys' shooting problem. It was so bad. And then I dialed in on it for my take, and every single – Malik Hall took, like, two of them, and he was like – beyond NBA range. It's like, dude, you're on the white line. You're not playing on the blue line. You can be up. It's a disadvantage. People should start handicapping that for betting. If your Evan, team is playing on a court, if the team is playing on a court where there's two lines, hit the under because all their three-pointers are going to be from NBA range and they're not great shooters to begin with. Good news, Evan. Good news. After our Rutgers loss, we went from 47th to 45th in the net and we added a quad one win. So we're now at four. We moved up. Yes. So Rutgers and, beating us allows us to be a quad one win. So because I think they win, became so a quad win. one win, and Iowa became a quad one win. Wow. Oh. We have four. I'm going to work. North Carolina is only one spot ahead of us, and they're they're still talented. Who won that game between Duke and North Carolina? I felt Duke. 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 Shire better than Coach K confirmed. But Evan, <laughs> here's the bad news: Oral Roberts is ahead of us in the net rankings. <laughs> I need to work on a I need to work on a troll tweet for quad wins because it's all I see this year in college basketball and it's pissing me off because I like would like to go back to the days where we didn't just play, oh, is it a quad one win? Like who gets it's, it's just watch the games. Just watch the games and decide if your team is good or not. You it's don't quad need to be like, one top we have a quad two. Maryland just slipped into thirty. We have a quad two win. It's like who cares? Is it dude? quad one top forty? I need to know. Depends on where you play them, Alex. If you play so them at home, site. if you play it top fifty. But you, that was not – it was treated – again, this is how on the weeds it was. No, I think Kentucky's was, a quad one win because they're at 31. Yeah. Sick. 
if they're you're t- 28 okay, this is what it is if they're top 30 if they're top 30 and it's at home that's a quad one win top 50 neutral top 75 road top 75 road if you beat a top 75 team on the road you get wow a quad thankfully one win. michigan's 74 so when we go to ann arbor we can get a quad one win there you go I think that's true. I looked it up earlier today. I was getting pissed about seeing quad one. Michigan seventy fourth. For now, two and eight in the quad one. They're gonna have to say our. They're gonna have to say our name. Evan we at Wisconsin second quad in the Big one. because they're sixty ninth. Oh, this is so dumb. I hate quads. I hate it. It's ruined our sport. It, ru- it kind of ruined it because they like make everything based off of it now. The very last thing I have before we hang up is um the Bally Sports. Got a new broadcast booth. Anyone have any thoughts on it? I don't know what you're talking about. Tigers, Tigers. made some moves. Todd Jones handles because oh, Dan Dickerson game. quit. He's radio, Alex. Please understand sports. I yes. don't watch. I've tuned out of that franchise so much. Yeah, you Sorry. don't watch. Who, you don't, who's our Bally Sports? Crew? You don't watch Dan Dickerson. You Bally listen sports. to Dan Dickerson. Yes, you're right. Because the only time I listen to Tigers is in the car. But Dan Petrie, I don't think's on it anymore. They got rid we of. Don't have Craig whoa, we got rid of the guy we talked. No, he's on. He's going to be like one of the main analysts now. Like he's going to be in the booth, not just a sideline guy. I kind of think he's terrible. A lot of people like him. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't he's energetic. Delivery. He cares. So it's going to be like him and it's going to be Simo and Shepard. I think for a lot of broadcasts, and Kirk Gibson is still going to be mixed in. And then they got rid of Jack Morris. We talked about that last week. They're bringing Didn't he in. Say something bad. <laughs> Last yeah, year. that was about Shoei Otani a long time ago, Alex. <laughs> um, oh, I remembered. I was just kidding. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we're bringing in Cameron Maben and Todd Jones. That's right, Evan, for like to be on the booth or like sideline. We should guys. put them on the team because of how bad we are. <laughs> I like that. I like that actually. It's the funniest thing you've said tonight, Alex. Thank you. You haven't given shit until now. <laughs> oh please <laughs> we're an hour 45 in that's the first remotely interesting thing shut your said. mouth <laughs> <laughs> alright that's all I just didn't know if you guys were going to watch watch the Tigers more no I'm not going to watch them more I will try to as much as possible I do no, enjoy baseball Evan take that back shut your mouth <laughs> I'm insulted you're going to try to watch this team we are boycotting this does your mom still watch does she year? watch when they're really bad well, and when we get when they're on TV, she will watch. But we don't have Valley Sports because Dish Network's a piece of crap, and Valley right. Sports is a piece of crap. So, right. yeah, really, Dish. Valley's How been streaming is Ohio State thirty six in the net rankings at eleven and eleven, and two quad one wins. It makes no sense. It makes none. Alex, I agree. Put Michigan thirty sixth, and they are. 500. I legitimately think if you picked the committee, you should just look at each team and think, could this team, like, does this team have a feature that would be good for the tournament? And if you take Michigan, like your guys' case, easy. Every year, Hall of Fame coach, yes, need them in the tournament. Michigan, biggest villain in the game, yes, need them in the tournament. It should not be based on net. It should be based on storylines. That's why Trey Young got in. <laughs> Trey Young. Isn't, that yes. Isn't there 36 at large spots? Ohio State would be in based on the net rankings alone, and they are 11 and 11. Yes, Michigan brings way more to the NCAA tournament table than Ohio State does, and that is a fact. And their fans would even agree with that. I can't believe Michigan is 35 spots below. No, 40 spots below. I think the biggest factor is if you lose to a quad four team like CMU, it really bumps you down. (laughs) Ohio State has a quad four loss. No, that just disproved my theory. I only lost to Minnesota. 
<laughs> oh my god, dude! They have two two quad one wins, and they're ten spots ahead of us. I looked up Louisville. They're three and twenty. Louisville's <laughs> programs a dumpster yeah. fire. What happened to that? Is that going to be you guys Ohio after Hazo? No. Okay. We're not a cheating scandal. We don't bad. have. Pro- we're not on probation for. They've had three coaches loss. in the last four years. I'm just making sure, guys. <laughs> My God, Grant. Yeah, the boosters didn't fire the previous head coach. Dude, I just wish the Big Ten so was funny. This net is so bad. Stay tuned for Duke? the last onion review. Duke has two quad one wins, <laughs> and they get to be 25th. Have all, each of you guys seen Class Onion? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Florida Atlantic. Top Alex is putting me to sleep reading off net rankings. So cheers to episode 108. Cheers. Cheers, cheers to the Super Bowl. Cheers to the, to Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. And Patrick Mahomes <laughs> racing his second. Although I don't think they're going to win. <laughs>